Good morning, everyone. Oh, you gotta be kidding me, Johnny. It feels like I just shut my eyes. I don't know why I'm still surprised that you keep waking up before I do. The earlier we start the day, the more we can get done. Come on, everybody. Uh, for fuck's sake. <sighs> Five more minutes. Just like a raider. Lazy and selfish. You're lucky you're out of stabbing range, shit breath. We've been given permission to get free meals from the mess tent. They're making breakfast now. I'm up! It's that easy for you, huh? Free hot meals? Hell yeah, that's all it takes. Fair. Come on, Dave. Wake up. Hello. Dave, wake up. Get up. Ah, hello. Hello. All right, all right. Let's go, everybody. Danielle wanted to talk to us after breakfast. So let's get some grub and get moving. was disappointing. Well, it's a military meal. What were you expecting? At least something warm. I thought it was okay. Honestly, it's the best thing I've had since Little Drink. It was pretty good. That's not exactly a high bar. We've literally seen you eat food you've stepped on. Hey, waste not, want not. Hello. True. I've certainly had worse. Davey! Danielle! I hope we didn't keep you waiting. Not at all. Please, all of you, come inside. Before we begin, I would like to thank you for your hospitality. Ah, you're very welcome. Any friend of Davies is a friend of mine. You two were pretty close, huh? <laughs> Funnily enough, we used to hate each other. <laughs> we got dropped more times than I remember. How did that all start anyway? <laughs> it was the obstacle course. We tripped over each other at the last hurdle and broke it. Oh yeah, that was the first time I got quarter decked. God, I hated you after that. All these years later, and I've never hurt the same way I did the day after that. Yeah, what changed it? We were put in charge of cleaning the barracks, top to bottom, alone, with a white glove test at the end. <laughs> Had plenty of time to work things out and find some common ground. What common ground? We both lost our families to cannibals. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, uh, tell me about it. This is uncomfortable. Wow, what a small world. Uh, not that small. You know, I'm the one who gave him the nickname Davy. No, I didn't. Why don't you tell us about that and we get as far away from the topic of cannibalism as we can? Right. Better yet, I believe you requested to be filled in on what you've missed these past few months, correct? That's right. I've been out of the loop since the tornado that destroyed Station Hill, though Crispy and Atlas filled me in a bit. And we've been out of it since Badger Boy told us that the Dash would survive Cutler's attack on Outpost 17.5. Let's start from the beginning, then. 
The remaining members of General Taft's battalion returned to HQ to report the general's death. Sometime after, the colonels gathered at HQ to begin debating on who should be the next general. After a week of deliberation, Colonel James Howard Roosevelt was promoted to general through a unanimous vote. A day after that, we got the message from Captain Young about the Nightkin Macklin and his army. Since then, General Roosevelt has been rallying the Dashwood outposts for support, asking the outposts to send however many Dashwoods they could spare. Since then, our numbers have been growing steadily. On top of that, we've got a large number of private contractors involved as well, mostly running supply lines. Honestly, this is the largest Dashwood force I've seen in my entire career. So, General Roosevelt really is waging a winter campaign against Macklin. That seems incredibly risky. There is precedent for it. The Winter War, the Sino-Japanese War, Operation Anchorage. While it is risky, with the proper supplies and precautions, it is possible to wage a successful campaign in the freezing cold. Ho 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 ho! That's correct! Oh, you sound quite knowledgeable on matters of warfare! Before I defected from Macklin's army, I served as a scout, and my recommendations on unit placement were quite respected. I've read many books, several of which were on warfare. Navigation, warfare, philosophy, fine literature, what haven't you read? Comic books. They're childish. <coughs> Do you have something to say, Raider Whelp? First off, I'm not a raider, so you can fuck right off with that. Second, you're discounting comics. On what grounds? On top of being childish, they're simple-minded distractions for simple-minded fools and children. They'll rot your brain. Not like you have much of one left. How about we go outside? And I'll show you a few things with my knife that I learned from Grognak Comics. I can't help but agree. Have you ever read any of the astoundingly awesome tales? I've picked up a few tricks with laser weapons from that. You too, Jonathan? <laughs> I suppose the both of you are just children after all. All right, that's enough, everybody. Now is not the time or the place for this. Besides, La Fantoma's the best. Crispit, you're not helping. Sorry, Danielle. Oh, no worries. Oh, I just remembered. Those people from the Brotherhood of Steel. How are they doing? Ah, yes. The scribe and the knight have both been treated. A few stim packs and some bed rest will take care of them. As for the paladin, his injuries were more severe, but he'll make it. From what I heard, on top of his broken bones, he was concussed and had a severe whiplash. It's a miracle he survived. I believe we have to thank you for that, Miss... Cade, you can call me Chauvin. He's lucky those scouts were close by. I did what I could while we were out there, 
But those super mutants would have killed him easily, regardless of whatever I did for him. Though, let's be honest, he probably won't appreciate it. Regardless, it's good to hear that they're going to live. I'm not so sure that's a good thing, Johnny. They'll probably head back to wherever they're stationed out of to report what they found. Depending on what their superiors choose to do, they might rally their own forces and make a move. We're aware of that. We're treating them as guests rather than prisoners while they recover. We don't need any bad blood between us and the Brotherhood right now. We'll supply them and let them go once they're ready to leave. Besides, they're refusing to cooperate with interrogation. And we don't want to press them too hard. Do you know anything about the survivors of Station Hill? I'm afraid I don't know anything more than what I've already told you. I'm sorry. Oh, it's all right. I appreciate you catching us up. Is there anything else you wanted to discuss with us? Actually, yes. Now, I'm certain Davy here is going to return to his post as soon as he can. However, are any of you contracted with the Dashwoods? Well, I remember signing something in Station Hill. It's been a while, though. That was a private contract. However, I don't recall how long your contract lasted. But with Station Hill being wiped out and its records lost, I don't believe that's legally binding anymore. Well, if you're looking for work, you can always join up with the Dashwoods. If you've got relevant skills, you may also qualify for a private contract. Either way, we're willing to take as much help as we can get right now. I have unfinished business with Macklin. I'm more than willing to work with the Dashwoods in a more official capacity. The Dashwoods helped me out at one of my lowest points. I wouldn't mind returning the favor. Agreed. I believe in what the Dashwoods are doing for the Wasteland. I'm willing to sign on as well if it means ending a threat as big as Macklin. What about you, Shoban? No. Hello. Hello. Don't agree with me, Baldy. Uh, honestly, I was hoping to be able to just, I don't know, build a life for myself? Get away from conflict and all that other shit? Signing up to fight a war is like the opposite of that. I understand. Though, seeing your skills with first aid, I believe you may possibly be eligible for a private medical contract. Still, I do want to practice medicine, put everything I've learned to use, and make a living off of it. Well, if money is an issue, Private medical contractors, if I'm remembering this right, get a minimum of 30 caps a day for every eight hours of work on a 108-day contract. However, it's possible to make upwards of 50 to 75 caps, depending on your skill level. Eh? Minimum 30 caps a day. Huh. <laughs> a meal... Costs about five caps, leaving me with uh, only half that. 
still, after a week straight, and only for 180 days, uh, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. that's not bad. Uh, all right, where do I sign up? Oh, I'm glad to hear you're willing to work with us. Also, as long as you're contracted, you're entitled to three free meals a day. Hello. Oh, well, sounds like we've got all of you on board then. Unfortunately, I don't have the paperwork with me. Regardless of your choice, we were going to send you to our forward operating base a week's travel east. The officer in charge there should be able to sign you up. Well, thanks again for helping us, Danielle. We appreciate what you've done for us, and I'm glad to have seen you again. Here. Oh, really, Davy? Oh, handshake? No, bring it in. Ah. Well, it's been great seeing you again, Davy. I'll arrange a caravan to take you to the fob. Until then, stay safe. Thank you, Major. Yes, thank you. Thanks. Hello. It has been a pleasure. See you later, Danielle. Watch your back out there. Ha <laughs> ha, Sterling, you dog. I knew you were friends, but I didn't think you were those kinds of friends. It was just a kiss on the cheek. Don't read too far into it, Crispy. Now, I'd be lying if I said I hadn't thought about it, but I'd be barking up the wrong tree if you get my meaning. Besides, Danielle is like a sister to me. I don't understand. She likes girls. Oh, okay. I think I understand. But she treated us well. So maybe she just likes everybody? Johnny, that's... Uh, I'll explain later. Oh, you really are clueless, aren't you? Male, female, it's all human flesh in the end. It's more complicated than that. <laughs> but what else could we expect from someone whose plumbing doesn't work anymore? My plumbing works just fine. Then why don't you go connect it to a Brahmin? Wait, I'm lost again. Is Major Walsh a plumber? Ah! Thanks for the ride, guys. Stay safe out there. That week just seemed to fly by, if I'm being honest. It was good seeing that many Dashwoods passing us by, though. It is certainly reassuring to see that Station Hill wasn't the extent of the Dashwoods' control. If Station Hill was Outpost 17, it stands to reason that there were at the very least 16 other places just like it. Most are even larger. Anyway, we should try and find the officer in charge before we do anything else. If I had to guess, that building there might be what we're looking for. May as well give it a shot. Come on, guys. May I help you? Major Sterling, Forward Operations. I'm looking for the officer in charge to discuss redeployment and private contracts. One moment. Sir, there's...
there's a Major Sterling here to see you along with some people looking to contract. All right, send them in. Yeah, you heard him. Through those doors, there. Thank you. Let's go, guys. Major Sterling, I presume. Major Ham, is that you? Wait, you're Major Ham? From Outpost 12? The very same. I've been expecting you, Major. Major Walsh's messenger arrived a few days ago and filled me in on the situation. There's a lot I need to discuss with you, but, uh, let's take care of the paperwork first. You're the ones looking to contract? That's right. This is going to take forever. All right. All right, let's get started. What are you looking to contract as? Jeez, didn't realize how much we'd have to sign. It's like my hand is trying to jump off my wrist. I hope that my signatures were legible. I still haven't quite mastered writing with my left hand. I could read yours just fine. It's Baldy over there who might have a problem. Hello? Oh, yeah. Crispy. Thanks for talking ham into bumping up our rates. <laughs> I think he did it just to shut me up. As if that would work. Though the extra caps will be nice. I'm looking forward to seeing what the quartermaster has available. I hope they have lasers. Hello! Oh yeah, they'll definitely have assault rifles, but honestly I don't think I trust you with grenades. <laughs> Hello! What do you think Ham is going to do to Sterling? He won't do anything to Sterling. This isn't some raider gang that kills indiscriminately. <laughs> okay, smartass. What do you think Ham is going to do with Sterling? I'm not sure what he can do. They're both majors. Sterling probably just wants to know if he can go back to 17.5. Aside from that, I don't know. Anyway, while we walk, this might be a good time to have Bucket do the weather. So... Bucket, forecast the weather. Acknowledged. Beginning weekly weather forecast for the week of November 20th, 2287. Currently, the temperature is 58 degrees Fahrenheit, with a high of 59 degrees and a low of 50 degrees. 7% humidity, partly cloudy. Monday, the temperature will have a high of 49 degrees, with a low of 48 degrees. 10% humidity. Clear skies with light winds. Tuesday, the temperature will have a high of 51 degrees with a low of 43 degrees. 11% humidity. Clear skies with light winds. Ambient radiation will increase by 1%. Wednesday, the temperature will have a high of 45 degrees with a low of 40 degrees. 13% humidity. Partly cloudy with light winds and scattered showers. Thursday, the temperature will have a high of 42 degrees with a low of 42 degrees. 10% humidity. Clear skies with light winds up to 15 miles per hour. Friday, the temperature will have a high of 41 degrees with a low of 39 degrees. 9% humidity. Partly cloudy with wind speeds up to 13 miles per hour. Saturday, the temperature will have a high of 40 degrees with a low of 34 degrees, 25% humidity. Overcast with scattered showers. 
Wind speeds up to 11 miles per hour. Ambient radiation will increase by 2%. Sunday. Darkness shall envelop all of us. The light shall die and plunge us all into eternal night. We shall all freeze in the absence of light, petrified forever on a world that stands as a monument to our failures. The estimated weekly radiation level is... Condition green. Ambient radiation at low levels. Exercise caution while traveling. Forecast complete. Performing diagnostics and printing satellite scans. Error. Printer not found. <laughs> I don't think I'm ever gonna get used to that. Are you sure there's nothing you can do about that, Johnny? I've tried everything I can think of short of psychology. I'm no expert, but I think Bucket could benefit from some therapy. Or being thrown into a trash compactor. That appears to be the armory. Shall we? Hello? Come on in. Get your munitions here. Holy crap, Bronze Tony! What? You! Hey there, Tony. Oh. <laughs> Get in here, man. Oh, yeah. He's not mad at you? That's a nice change of pace. Yeah, sure is. Hi, Tony. Mind putting me down? I can't breathe. You got it, man. Never thought I'd see you again. I never got a chance to thank you for what you did for me. Oh, yeah. Hey, don't mention it. Or do, because I'm kind of lost. Look at all this around you, man. With you advertising my business, the caps started rolling in. That and the Dashwoods asking for me to contract with them turned me into a made ghoul. Wait! He's not trying to kill us! <sighs> Hello, Mr. Tony. I haven't seen you since your caravan left Station Hill. How'd you get here? When I came back to Station Hill and found it destroyed, I wanted to hunt down whatever did it. I elbow-dropped every raider, feral ghoul, mire lurk, and deathclaw in a ten-mile radius before I found the survivors outside that vault. My heart was heavy knowing that so many of our mutual friends died. But I knew I had to put that pain aside to help my family get back on their feet. As soon as I could, I signed on for another private contract with the Dairy Dashwood Mercenary Company. Oh yeah. Then they went on the warpath to take down that Macklin clown and I was on board! Oh yeah! If there was one thing I could respect about you, it was your physical strength. Your loyalty to the Dashwoods is, admittedly, admirable. I only understood part of that, but oh yeah. So what can I do for my favorite entertainers? We contracted with the Dashwoods too. We're here to get kitted up. You came to the right place. I'm working as a mobile quartermaster, running supply lines between the reserves and the front. Let's see your paperwork. Hmm. I've got just what you need. You know what? You've done right by me. Oh, yeah. So I'll let each of you choose one thing out of my personal armory. Really? That's very generous of you. Bronze Tony takes care of his friends. Oh, yeah. Now, follow me. It looks like you've got quite the collection of scrap here, Mr. Tony. Hmm. It's not just mine. It's my partner's, too. 
partner. Over there, Iron Oscar. Hey, Oscar. Yeah, Tony? These folks are gonna need armor after I get them armed. Any special orders? Three sets of standard issue, one super mutant, one power armor. I've got the perfect set. So they're really letting me use power armor? That's what your requisition form said. Oh man, I can't wait to... Hello there. Is that a Mr. Handy? <clears throat> oh, we brought that in a few days ago. Haven't gotten around to stripping it for parts. Why? Would you be willing to part with it? I'd be willing to forego receiving a weapon from your armory to get it. It's broken, but if you're sure... I am. Thank you, Mr. Tony. Parts for bucket? You know it. Warning. General Atomics robot parts are incompatible with Robco robots. Attempts made to use General Atomics robot parts on this unit will result in the warranty being voided. Error. Warranty already voided. Not that it would have stopped you from twisting my form even further. Don't worry, Bucket. You'll be far more mobile and versatile after I make the proper modifications. Well, here you go. Standard issue kits are here. Each comes with an assault rifle and a 10mm handgun. A bit too vanilla for me, but the Dashwoods insisted. Now this right here... ...is the cream of the crop. The top of the world. If the Dashwood standard is 100%, this right here is 1 million percent. Oh yeah! Take your pick. Hello. Ah, the Titan 93 Chinese assault rifle. Reach aimer to exclusively fire 45 millimeter rounds with a barrel that's three inches longer than standard. I reinforced the receiver, added a reflex sight, and made some adjustments to mitigate the recoil. It won't shoot as fast, but it'll last longer, hit harder, and is more accurate than the typical Type 93. She's a beauty. You treat her right. Mm-hmm. Hello. Got any good holdout weapons? Mm, right here. Got this little 357 revolver. Completely custom brake action cylinder with a snub barrel, hair trigger, and a lightweight grip. It don't pack a lot of punch, but it's light, easy to hide, and it might just save you in a pinch. Keep her clean and she'll keep you safe, man. Ooh, nifty. Nice see you in that 9mm machine pistol, sister. See how she feels in your hands? Guns aren't exactly my thing, but my mom made damn sure I knew how to use one of these. Huh. Hmm. This is lighter than it looks. Ooh, yeah. She's dainty, but no slouch. I got a request for a machine pistol meant to be fired one-handed. This is one of two, and I'm proud of both. Oh, yeah. I stripped away as much as I could to make it light enough that even a baby could fire it and reinforce the frame with titanium. Modified the receiver to fire almost twice as fast with an extended clip to hold up to 50 rounds. She'll chew through ammo like it's nothing, and the frame ain't the strongest, but she's got a nasty bite. She's yours if you want her. Really? But I didn't know you before today. You guys vouch for her? Absolutely. Sure do. Hello. No. Good enough for me. Go on, sister. A friend of theirs is a friend of mine. Oh, yeah. Oh, Tony, right? Uh, thank you. You're just going to ignore my protests? I could tell that you didn't have your heart in it, man. Now, what can I get you, big man? Missile launcher? Minigun? I don't need guns to vanquish my enemies. I prefer my fists. 
I can respect that. If that's the case, Oscar, need another hookup. We got a fister here. Don't say it like that, jeez. Well, if you're happy with your choices, which I know you are, all I can give you now is ammunition. I'll get everything loaded up for you. Meet me at the counter when you're ready to go. Thanks, Tony. Man, it's good to see you. Friendship is the magic that never stops. Oh, yeah. Jonathan, do you plan on keeping Bucket's current arms? Well, I could definitely repurpose them. Why do you ask? May I have them? Um, okay. Thank you. I'd also like to request your assistance on a project that only you can complete. Oh, okay. What is it? We can discuss it later. Now, girl, I have a request for you as well. Project that I require your assistance with. Nope. Jonathan will be involved. And Johnny is cool, but not cool enough to make me willing to help you with anything. You think I'm cool? Would it help if I told you that you'd likely be putting me through an extreme amount of pain in order to complete said project? Fine. I'll hear you out. Very good. We'll discuss this more later. Welcome to my side of the shop. I'm Iron Oscar, and I'm here to get you the perfect armor. Nice to meet you, Oscar. Here's our- No need. I've got exactly what you're looking for. Uh, don't you need to at least measure us? Here. Uh, okay. This? Oh, it fits! It's a- A perfect fit, I know. And for you as well, my small ghoulish friend. And you as well, my balding king. Hello. Wow, this is surprisingly light. Are you sure this will protect us? It won't save you from a direct hit from a missile, but it will keep bullets from hitting your vitals. Every piece of armor here is made or modified by me to perfectly serve the purpose of the wearer. Sister, your medic armor is light but durable with extra protection on the back, so you don't die while saving someone else. This scout armor is light with extra padding to reduce noise without hindering your mobility. As for you, my large muscular friend, I've never armored a super mutant before. I highly doubt you have anything that will fit my large frame. Oh, trust me. I have the perfect armor for you, good sir. Let me make a few adjustments here. There we go. Try it on. Fine. I can't believe it. It's... Perfect. Now, for you, smart man, you're the one that needs the power armor. Follow me. Yes, sir. You look like a man who appreciates a good energy weapon. 
This set of power armor comes with a targeting system built into the helmet specifically for energy weapons. This beauty is a T-60 power infantry armor built to replace the T-51 armor. Save for a few pieces of experimental armor, the T-60 is the pinnacle of power armor technology. Composite shoulders, a heavy, more modular frame, enhanced radiation scrubbers, and improved dexterity. Can I try it on? Go right ahead. This is amazing. It's so heavy, but it feels so light. Do the hands have haptic feedback? They sure do. Perfect, isn't it? Absolutely. Well, it looks like you're all kitted up, my friends. I gotta admit, Oscar, when you said you had the perfect armor for us, I had my doubts. Never again. I'm always perfect. You, the private contractors. Major Ham needs you back at his office to be briefed. On our way. I see you all received your basic equipment and some non-regulation arms from the quartermaster. Yes, sir. Ah. Could you please remove your helmet, Mr. Um, Mr. Windsor? Oh, sorry. Oh, good. I've got all your assignments, including Major Sterling's. Thank you again, Major. Don't. I'm just doing my job. Now, before I tell you where you'll all be going, there's a matter I'd like to address. The letter from Captain Jung that you showed to Captain Holtz. I've received it now, but that is not the point. Was that letter addressed to Captain Holtz? Uh, no. Was it addressed to Major Walsh? No. It was addressed to me. It was meant for me, not a scout. Captain or not, it was meant for me. Um, sorry? <sighs> Regardless, with the exception of Major Sterling, you'll all be lending support to the front under Major Walsh's command. Mr. Redner, your statement says you have experience with radio communications. You'll be responsible for building and maintaining radios for communications officers to extend our radio network, understood? Yes, sir. Good. Mr. Mr. Dave, as a marksman, you'll be assigned to guard duty, helping our dashwoods by spotting threats and subduing them. It's simple, really. Shoot whoever you ordered to shoot. Understood? Hello. Miss, um... Oh, sorry. Dr. Hade. As an experienced doctor, you'll be responsible for treating the injured, preventing disease, maintaining medical equipment, and um, other uh, things. Uh, just make sure less of our men died than the enemies. Understood? Uh, I guess. Good enough for me. Mr. Mr. Windsor, you've been assigned to the heavy infantry unit, though it has been noted that you have experience with machines, computers, robots... Your time will be spent facing the enemy head-on and um, and maintaining equipment with your FOB, understood? Yes, sir, Major Ham. Uh, Mr. GMC, what's that supposed to stand for? Grand Master of Ceremonies. I have no true last name. Uh, regardless, you'll be working under Captain Holtz with the scouts, scouting out safe paths for our soldiers, mapping out the region, and so on and so on. I've also been made aware that you defected from McKillen's army. With that in mind, you'll likely be requested to provide tactical input, understood? I do. Good. Now there's one other matter I need to address with you, Mr. Redner. Listen, I'm sorry about the letter, all right? Not that. 
I have received a request from a classified but influential source that you begin broadcasting uh, uh, Wasteland Active Radio again. Wait, what? The message I received uh, explains that they believe that your radio show could serve to help boost morale for everyone on the front. As such, you'll be given the appropriate equipment to do so. Seriously? This is great! Sure. Anyway... I also have a booklet here for you. Inside it lists things that you're forbidden from talking about. Oh, what? Don't interrupt me. The things you're forbidden from discussing on air are mostly sensitive information that may aid our enemies and things that may negatively impact morale. Additionally, there's also a list of things you're encouraged but not required to discuss in order to boost morale more effectively. Understood? Well, I'm not happy about being censored, but I'll gladly pick the show back up. I was going to do it anyway. Well, you'll be sent back to Major Walsh's camp in a few days. As for Major Sterling, we'll have the caravan to take you back to Outpost 17 in a few hours. See the quartermaster before you leave. Understood? Yes, sir! Yeah, that's all I have for you. You're... you're dismissed. <sighs> Wasteland Active Radio is brought to you by the following sponsors. Brought to you by Lazy Dog Brewery. Lazy Dog Brewery, located in Linwood, has been a local staple for over 100 years. Lazy Dog Brewery brings you the best beer in the tri-state area, with lovely lagers, awesome ales, succulent ciders, and magnificent malts. Lazy Dog Brewery is now proud to announce that they're bringing back Lazy Dog Whiskey. That's right, for the first time in over 50 years, you'll be able to taste the wonderful smoky smooth flavor of Lazy Dog Whiskey. Lazy Dog Brewery is also proud to announce that, in celebration of the return of Lazy Dog Whiskey, they are permanently discontinuing their non-alcoholic beverages. Lazy Dog Whiskey will return to shelves December 14th, 2077, so make sure to get in line before then. Lazy Dog Brewery, the perfect drinks for the dog day afternoons. Man, that's some bad timing. Setting their release date for two months after the bombs dropped? Man, I'd kill for some of that Lazy Dog Whiskey. They had a pretty great cider, and their ales weren't nothing to sneeze at either. I can't imagine what their whiskey would be like. You can still find some of their more common products, but it's nowhere near as good as it was when it was fresh. Just another victim of the war. (sighs) Moving on. Wasteland Active Radio is also brought to you by the Dawson Caravan Company. The Dawson Caravan Company has been serving the wasteland for over 30 years, crossing from one coast to the next. Owned and operated by Dana Dawson... The Dawson Caravan Company has general stores throughout the wasteland, boasting some of the highest quality products you can find. From dry goods to ammunition, scrap and medicine, guns and grenades, Dana has what you need. Station Hill is also proud to host Birch General Goods, owned by the Dawson Caravan Company and operated by Bert Dawson, Dana Dawson's son. While Burt's General Goods is closed while Station Hill prepares to face Macklin and his army of super mutants, Dana Dawson is still roaming the wastes, stopping by most settlements. If you're looking for quality, look for Dana Dawson, the Dawson Caravan Company. Dawson, those are some quality goods. Uh, seriously? Well, I haven't actually met Dana Dawson myself, but I knew about her caravan before she contracted with Station Hill and left her son Bert to open a general store. Dana Dawson has an eye for quality and a mind for business. She's got plenty of vendors throughout the settlements out in the wastes, and is probably the most financially successful woman I know. What the heck happened with Bert? 
No offense, but I managed to talk him down to near nothing for a case of Nuka-Cola. I literally traded him a sock. Yeah, a sock. Not even one of my own. I just found it in the trash out here. Man, now I feel bad. Anyway, Wasteland Active Radio is also brought to you by... Oh, crap. Oh, crap. Macklin, he's here. Uh, the speakers. Gotta make the announcement. Attention all dashboards. Macklin's army has been spotted. Make your way to your battle stations immediately. I repeat, Macklin's army has been spotted. Report to battle stations. Oh, man, this is it. Crispit, fire up the short range. Already on it, Major. Everybody has their radios, right? Right? We're all wired up. I'm just waiting on the general to arrive now. No need to wait, Major. I'm here. The battle is at hand. Today, the Dashwoods will continue to defend this nation from those who would wish to destroy it. Mr. Crispy, I'm ready to assume my position as tactician for this phase of the battle. Right away, sir. Switching channels now. They're truly sending you back to the Ash Flats? They are. I'm not gonna lie, I'm nervous. But it'll be good to see everybody again. Everybody left, that is. Well, be sure to say hi to everybody for us. Will do, Crispy. I know I won't be seeing all of y'all for a while, but regardless of what happens, I wish you all the best of luck. It's been an honor traveling with you, Major. I could say the same, Johnny. Oh, hell. I think I might end up missing you too, Sterling. I know we haven't known each other for long, but it's been great having you with us, Shoban. Hello? I'm gonna be honest, Dave. I'm still not entirely sure how I feel about you, but I'd still rather have you on our side. Uh... Hello. So, when do you ship out? In a couple of hours. They're still loading the caravan up. So we've got time for one last lunch together, right? Well, I suppose we do. I'll gladly share a meal with all y'all one last time. Let's go. More slop. I think I understand why Major Ham is so unenthusiastic. Eh, at least it's hot this time. I rescind my previous comment. Check it out, I made a slop man out of mine. Don't play with your food until it's dead, Johnny. Huh? Assassin! Aw, you killed Sloppy. Time of death, 3.14 p.m. I'm sorry, there's nothing I can do. How immature can you get, ghoul? I've only begun to child. That was a rhetorical question. So you said that Bronze Tony was here? Oh, yeah. Finish chewing first, please. Bronze Tony is here. He's the quartermaster. He gave us some kick-ass guns, thanks to you and Crispy. Really? Hello. Ooh, that's pretty nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was grateful for what Station Hill did for his business. 
Glad to know at least some of the people who contracted with us are still doing well. Hell, since we're going to be doing the show again, maybe we'll be able to do the same for others. You're going to have a lot of work on your hands taking care of radios and doing your show. I hope you can keep up with it. Are you kidding? I can't wait to get started. I haven't felt this excited since, hell, since we built Station Hill. I'm not looking forward to getting involved in actual combat, but I am excited to use my new suit of power armor. I wonder if they'll let me make robots to help with the fight. They'd be foolish not to. Just like they'd be foolish not to take my advice when it comes to fighting Macklin. It's been a long time since I've served as a true scout. I imagine it will be a refreshing experience. Hello. Just make sure you shoot the bad guys, Dave. Depending on how hairy it gets out there, I think this might put my medical skills to the test. <sighs> Already ready to back out? Fuck off! I'm pumped! Bring the bullet wounds! I'm ready to dig some lead out! You sound a little too excited for people to get hurt. Of course the raider would hope to cause others pain. I'm not a fucking raider! Then stop acting like one. Bruh! How dare you launch your food at me! Yeah, don't waste food. You gonna eat that, Atlas? What? No! Your loss. What are you- Don't touch my face! Hello! Dave, if your tongue comes anywhere near my face, I will bite it off! Would you be able to fix that, Shoban? Could I? Yes. Would I? Hmm, well. What's it worth to you, Baldy? Hello. Uh, uh, hey, I'm a working professional now. If you're good at something, don't do it for free. Huh, that's not a bad idea. Atlas, how much are you willing to pay us for that project you want done? Good. Off of me! <sighs> Jonathan, you're too easily influenced. Johnny has a point. How much will you pay us? Hold on a minute there, Atlas. Allow me. <clears throat> How about 1,000 caps each? What? Of course, we'll need to work my finder's fee into the cost, too, so maybe, uh, 1,250 caps each? Sounds good to me. This is nonsense! I don't have that kind of money. I could buy so many robot components for that much. Deal. I haven't agreed to any of this. This is highway robbery. <laughs> I'm really going to miss you guys. So, looks like this is it. It is. I'll be going back to Station Hill and facing what's left of it. You'll be fine, Sterling. I know you will. I know. So, do you know when the rest of y'all will be shipping out? Tomorrow morning. Figure we've got a long trip ahead of us, so we'll be heading to bed soon. That's a good idea. Listen, I just want to thank you, all of you, again for saving my life. I don't think I'll ever be able to truly pay y'all back. There's no need to thank us, Major. I know you would have done the same for us. Well...
Maybe not all of us. It's been good getting to know you, Shoban. I know you'll find your place in the world. Oh, <laughs> hell. Don't do that to me. <laughs> Make me all emotional and shit. You have an important job ahead of you. Station Hill will serve as the foundation for Atlas City. It's up to you to rebuild it. <laughs> I'll keep that in mind, Atlas. Hello, you keep an eye on them, Dave. Can I count on you to do that? Hello. Hey, this isn't goodbye. We'll see you again, Sterling. It's just going to be a while. That's right. So, until then, all of you stay safe, you got it? Yes, sir. You too, Sterling. Safety is overrated. <laughs> Hello. We got it, Sterling. You do the same. I'll tell everyone hello for all of y'all. See you later, Sterling. Shit. <laughs> I wasn't expecting the day to go like this. <laughs> hello. Hello. Uh, don't touch me. Oh, what the fuck? Did you? strong. Alice! Let her do it. It will solve two problems in one. Dave will be dead, and the Dashwoods will lock up the raider brat. Ah, you'll be next, fuckstick! <laughs> alright, alright, that's enough. Now that Sterling is gone, I'm the adult here. Like Mark hell you are! Ah, oh, jeez, that was a hard march. Ugh, these riding shifts are too far apart. Ow. Hello. <sighs> I don't get it. We walked from the red waste to here. How am I more exhausted? Because I was the one setting the pace on our travels. I knew you weak humans wouldn't be able to last long if I truly pressed you. Oh, that makes sense. That was kind of you, Atlas. Yeah, actually, that was surprisingly nice. I knew you were a big softy under all that muscle. Shut up. Johnny, uh, are you sure you don't want to take a break? I'm sure. I'd have to get out of my armor and have another cart carry it. Besides, it's surprisingly comfortable in here. Physically or mentally? Yes. Fair enough. How about you, Atlas? There's still room up here. Do you honestly think that the Brahmin would be able to pull all of you and me? This also affords me the privilege to walk away from you if you begin grating on my nerves. <laughs> Sounds like a win-win situation to me. So, while we've got the chance, let's work on your segments. It'll help us prepare and has the added benefit of making me forget how bad my feet hurt. So, Johnny, what do you think you'll do for your first segment? Any ideas? Oh yeah, I've come up with a few ideas. 
I was thinking about explaining how to build and maintain laser weaponry. Or maybe even how to set up an automated turret. Good start, good start. Remember though, you'll be teaching people who probably have no idea where to begin. Make sure to keep your instructions simple and clear. Okay, I think I can do that. How about you, Chauvin? Got any ideas yet? Huh? Yeah. Actually, first aid. Simple stuff. Like applying tourniquets. Stitching wounds. How to remove shrapnel from your patient. Knowing when and when not to use a stim pack. That, that's just off the top of my head. That is a pretty good lineup. Maybe try and keep it to one or two topics per segment, though. We don't want to run too long. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. I mean, <laughs> I could go on for hours about methods for stitching wounds. Good to know. So, Atlas, about on the scene. Have you read the notes we've been given? I don't know who I'm going to be able to interview with all the restrictions in place. That's easy. You can interview anybody. You just gotta be sure to ask the right questions. Get opinions instead of information, you know? I suppose that could be interesting to common listeners. You mean average listeners, right? I stand by my phrasing. Okay then. So Bucket is still going to host the weather. Acknowledged. Beginning weekly weather forecast. Bucket, cancel. You cannot silence my voice. Bucket, mute volume. Anyway, Bucket still has his segment. I'll fill in the rest. Now we just need a job for Dave. Hello? Sorry, Dave. No offense, but you're not exactly eloquent. Hello! I wouldn't say defending myself from slavery under a wannabe despot is my fault, Dave. Hello? Hmm. I can't really think of anything aside from you being an intern. You know, just sort of filling in wherever you may be needed. Hello! Tell you what. If you do this, I'll get you as much jerky as I can get my hands on. Hello. Deal. So, Johnny, what's up with that Mr. Handybody? Looks like he switched his tools out for hands? What are those? You're half right. They're hands, but they can also serve as feet just in case something goes wrong with the hover jet. I can't wait to mount Bucket onto it. Neat. I was wrong about this distracting me from my aching feet. Hold on. Ah, much better. Oh, jeez. If you're gonna air your feet out, sit downwind. Gross. Hello? Fine, fine. I just hope the stink doesn't kill the Brahmin behind us. Sorry. Christ, man. Put your shoes back on before you kill all of us. Sheesh, all right, all right. Man, I can't wait until we break for camp. Ah! 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 Ow! 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 How much further? Don't ask me. For once, I'm not leading this expedition. We've already passed Strawberry Point, so we're probably not far. Oh, I wish I'd brought some medics. Oh, my feet are killing me. Tell out, me ow, about it. Ow, ah, ah, ah. A raider and a junkie? You don't fail to disappoint, do you? If my feet didn't feel like I had nails running through them, I'd have something more creative to say. 
But I'm just gonna settle with, go fuck yourself, assless. Assless, ow, ha, that's ow, great. Why didn't, ow, I think of that. I don't get it. it ow, sounds like his name. Atlas, assless, get it, ow. It's less funny if I have to explain it. Oh, ha. Mm-hmm, sharp as a tack there, Johnny. Hello, hello. We're here, ah. Oh, finally, ow. Look, there's the camp up ahead. Oh, yes. I can't wait to just stop for a minute. We won't be stopping. Uh, the hell are you talking about? Look, they're breaking camp. They're getting ready to move forward. Oh, you've ah, got to be kidding out me. Don't worry, it's only eight more hours of travel. Fuck! <laughs> Your suffering is sweet to me. Finally, I'm on the other side of the torment. This is quite pleasing. Oh, come on. Don't be mean, assless. I mean, Atlas. I don't know ow, how much longer I can keep going. We're so close yet so far away. And then we've still got work ahead of us. Aya, welcome to military life. Wasteland Active Radio was created, written, and produced by Z. Hagen and Jay Wilson. Brought to you by the record button. The roles of Crispy, Bucket, and Bronze Tony are played by Mr. Wilson. The roles of Atlas, Sterling, Dave, and Iron Oscar are played by Mr. Hagen. Daring Dashwood Soldiers are played by both Mr. Wilson and Mr. Hagen. The role of Johnny is played by B. Seawick, and the roles of Chauvin, Major Walsh, the Dashwood Secretary, and Caravan Driver are played by Britt Eggestone. Britt and their partner Mel both run another channel called Milbert Productions, home to all your nerdy and geeky entertainment needs. Tell them we sent you. Special thanks to this week's guest, Nicholas DeDorson, who played Major Ham of the Daring Dashwood Mercenary Company. Wasteland Active Radio is set in the Fallout video game universe owned by Zenimax Media and Bethesda Softworks. No copyright infringement is intended. Please support the official release. Thank you for listening, and thank you for your continued support. If I died right here, I don't think I'd be too upset. Oh, come on, Crispy. Don't talk like that. We're almost there. Just a few more hours until we're at the next camp. Uh, just a lightning strike. Right here and now. We're close enough that it'd probably kill both of us. Uh, hello? Knowing you, Dave, you'd probably survive a lightning strike. Uh, would it kill this Brahmin to walk a little steadier? Uh, one of its legs looks noticeably shorter than the others. I don't think it's really the Brahmin's fault. Oh man, poor thing. That can't be easy to live with. Especially when you're pulling heavy-ass carts. 
Ugh, why would the Dashwoods even use a Brahmin like that? Desperate times and all that. They'd probably use this food if it weren't for the war. Or have it plow fields and stuff. You know, I wouldn't be surprised if this Brahmin gets worked to death. Assuming it doesn't get killed in an attack. Super mutants don't really care about collateral damage. There'd be no saving it if it got hit by a shell or something. You'd have to put it down. Uh, hell. Nobody was around. It would just end up bleeding out and dying. Scared, hurt, and confused. At least with a second head, it wouldn't be alone. Unless one of the heads died in the attack. Ah, damn it! Stop making me feel bad for this Brahmin! Hey, driver, what's this Brahmin's name? Uh, I've been calling her Bertie. Oh, why did you ask that? Oh, now I'm emotionally attached to it. Damn it, you're right. Now I am, too. I can't wait to eat it. No! If you dare touch Bertie, I'll gut you! I'm lost. What just happened? Character development for a pack animal. Keep up, Johnny. 